You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Can't you see I love you? It's the title of this devotion. Friends, sometimes we can't see it, can we? We can't see it. You know, I love that about the prophet Zechariah. In chapter 4, it says, And the angel who spoke to me woke me as a man out of sleep. So that means he wasn't asleep, but he was spiritually sleeping, so to speak. And he said to me, the angel, What do you see, Zechariah? And Zechariah answered, and he said, I am looking. And I find that statement so powerful. It took a hold of me many years ago that I want to be somebody that keeps looking. I don't ever want to just say, well, I can't see it anymore. You know, people, a form, a statement used by people who are, who've given up in faith, they say, I can't see it. Yeah, I know you talk about it, but I can't see it. I can't see it. Friends, Jesus said, blessed are you who believe who cannot see. There are many things that I believe that I can't see. I cannot see the air I breathe, but I believe and I keep breathing. Yeah, but you, you can't see it. Yeah, I keep breathing. Yeah, but you can't see it. Yeah, but I keep breathing. You can't see. Yeah, but I keep believing. I keep Yeah, but... Obama, what do you see? I see, I believe. And I love God. And Abraham was well-pleasing to God because even though he could not see in himself nor in Sarah the fulfillment of the promise, he did not consider his own body as good as dead at a hundred years of age, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. But he considered God who had promised faithful and gave praise to him, not being weakened by unbelief, but being strengthened by faith, gave praise to God that what God had promised, he was able to perform, and it was accredited to him for righteousness. You see, friends, there's a phenomenal power of faith that is stronger than eyesight. We do not want to walk by sight, but by faith, by faith. And we do not look at these things that are temporal and perishing, but we look in our faith heart, in our faith eyes, at that which is eternal and are pleasing to God. And this is what I want to talk to you about today. And I know, I know, I know, it can be, it can be such a struggle to step into this. And then we, and you keep saying, yes, I know, Pastor, I hear what you're saying. I just can't see it. I can't, I can't see what you're saying. I can't, you see, and you're, the eyes of your understanding, the Bible talks about, need to be enlightened, illuminated. So here in John chapter 3, the Lord Jesus meets with this precious man called Nicodemus. Nicodemus was quite an amazing person in his day. 
He was phenomenally powerful and rich and influential and so forth. You, you should study it out, you'd be amazed how wealthy he was, how influential. And, and yet, while he was so religious in all of his wealth and all his influence, he was so religious, but he could not see. He had not natural knowledge, but did not have spiritual knowledge. And then, here comes Jesus. Here comes this man from Nazareth out of all places, from Galilee. Here comes this carpenter's son. He's not the son of some great prince or some great Pharisee. No, he's just a carpenter's son. And Nicodemus is seeing blind eyes open, deaf ears hear, lame walking, lepers being cleansed, demoniacs being liberated and coming into their sound heart and mind. I mean, wow. So he hasn't seen anything like it. And he comes to Jesus by night and he says to him, no one in John 3, verse 3, verse 2, can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. And Jesus answered and said to Nicodemus, most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So here Jesus is saying this dominion that you see God able to exercise in me and through me, you cannot see in you and through you unless you are born again. So Jesus is saying what you see in me, God would be happy to give to you. Or as he would say to his disciples in John 14, the works that I do, you will do. And even greater works you will do because I go to the Father. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, I will do so that the Father may be glorified through the Son. And Jesus, he was always looking forward for us to continue what he began for us to begin to live the life He gives, for us to begin to enjoy this incredible wonder, this incredible wonder of experiencing and sharing the love of the Father. Can't you see? Can't you see that, that I love you? And here He is in this place with Nicodemus, but Nicodemus just isn't connecting. When he's talking about being born again, Nicodemus kind of goes, oh my goodness. Uh, now that I'm an old man, how am I supposed to go back to my mother's womb and start all over again? Sure, I'll be happy to start all over again, but, but I don't, how can I? And Jesus said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, Nicodemus. But that which is born of the spirit is spirit. You, 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 you hear the wind, do you? Yes. You, you see how it affects the trees? Yes. But can you see the wind? No. So it is how God's spirit comes into you. It is something that you can't explain, but it's real. It's like the wind. You can't see it, but you know it's real. And so this new life, you, you don't know how to explain it all, but it's real. And he's still not getting it. He says to Jesus in, in verse 9 of John 3, Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can these things be? So Nicodemus could not connect in the spirit with Jesus. What did Jesus do to help him? 
Look at it. When people just can't connect in the spirit, they cannot connect with you. They don't get the language. Yeah, I know you're a Christian. I know you go to church. In other words, whatever, you know, you, you're talking church language. You're talking religious language. I, I don't live in that. I don't connect with that. You know, it's not my life. What did Jesus do? He said to Nicodemus, he said, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whomever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him may be saved. He said to him, Nicodemus, listen, if I would tell you, right, of earthly things and you do not believe. Well, how are you going to believe me if I tell you spiritual things? He said, listen, Moses, in verse 14, lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. And he could say, okay, now that I can connect with. I know because I teach that stuff. He said, remember the people were dying because they were bitten by a serpent? Yes, why, why were they bitten? Because they complained about the manna that they, God was providing and their complaining negative, negative behaviors caused them to be bitten by these serpents. And then what, what happened? What did Moses do to save them from it? Because they were dying of the poison of the serpent. He was commanded to lift up a brass serpent on a pole and whoever looked upon the serpent, the poison couldn't, couldn't kill him. He said, see Nicodemus, see? No. That is what it's like to be spiritually made alive. God sent me to demonstrate his love in my death so that you would believe in me. And by believing in me, like you looked at the serpent, you'll be safe from your sin and become spiritually alive. Nicodemus took that in his heart. He meditated on it. He carried it, right? You know, if I take you for a moment to John chapter 19. John chapter 19, real short here. Um, let me see. Oh, chapter 19, sorry, I was looking at chapter 18, that's why I couldn't see it. Verse 38, after Jesus had died on the cross. Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for the fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him permission. So he came and took the body of Jesus. And Nicodemus, who at first came to Jesus by night, referring to John 3, also came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 100 pounds. Then they took the body of Jesus and bound it with stripes of linen with spices as the custom of the Jews is to bury. Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden and in the garden was a new tomb in which no one had yet been laid. So there they laid Jesus because of the Jews preparation day for the tomb was nearby. <laughs> I find this so amazing. Nicodemus, Nicodemus, 
You need to become alive with God. How am I to become alive? You know, he just couldn't connect. He couldn't connect. Jesus trying to connect. He says, Nicodemus, remember the serpent in the wilderness? Yes. Even so, I, the son of man, must be lifted up that whoever believes in me would not perish but have everlasting life. I haven't come to condemn you. I've come so that through me you might be saved. Jesus was saying, you're going to see the love of God for you, Nicodemus, to give you a new life. And if you believe in his love for you, if you believe in his love for you, you'll receive a new life. And here with Joseph, he takes that body off of that cross There's that wounded, bruised, beaten, thorn print, nail print body. And he takes it off the cross and binds it up. And he looks at Joseph. Now I can see. Now I can see. He loves me. Now I can see. Look at the price he paid for me. Now I can see he loves me. Look at the price he paid for me. Now I can see he loves me. Look at the price he paid for me. Now I know he loves me. And you see, friends, he loves you. Can't you see it? I love you. Can't you see it? I love you. And as you begin to see the great love the Father has for you, your heart begins to open up by trust, through trust, through faith, and new life comes into you, and you're born of God. God demonstrating his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And if he did so much for you and me as sinners by dying for us, How much more now that we can see that he loves us will he do for you and me through his life. Amen. Have a good day.